Thank you, Bella. Appreciate the enthusiastic introduction, as always. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast. And today, we're going to do something a little bit differently. This is not a podcast I was prepared for. I had something else ready to go. So it could be a train wreck. For those of you that know me, I have a tendency to go off on tangents. I'll do my best to stay focused. I didn't put the specifics of the topic in the description of the podcast, at least for now, just because, I don't know, I didn't feel comfortable. It it seemed like something to to be used to get attention because obviously a lot of people are talking about it. And that's, of course, the horrible tragedy yesterday out in California with Kobe Bryant and his daughter and seven other passengers on a helicopter. I'm not even going to really address that or try and put a tragedy like that into words. I don't think that I can. I don't know that anyone really can. But what I did want to focus on is because it kind of reminded me of some things that that Kobe had done or said that I thought really applied to youth soccer players. I think he had some really important lessons and messages for uh, for young kids in athletics, not just soccer, but in athletics. Although Kobe was a huge soccer fan, for those that don't know, he spent a lot of time growing up in Italy. You probably see pictures of him online with Ronaldinho and hanging out with him and watching youth soccer and so forth. And I understand some of this might be over the heads of some of the younger players, but I think the general concepts for the parents is something that you can take and help guide your players with over time as they get into soccer. Now, Kobe for me was a hometown guy, um, a diehard Philadelphia sports fan, Sixers, Flyers, Phillies, Eagles, etc. So, of course, I had a love-hate relationship with Kobe, hometown guy, then goes to the absolutely hated and vilified Los Angeles Lakers. I think the only thing worse that he could have done when he when he went into the NBA is if he had gone to the Boston Celtics. Speaking, of course, as a as a Sixers fan, and, you know, and then of adding insult to injury, beat my Allen Iverson and the Sixers in the NBA Finals. However, he did redeem himself for me with the uh, viral videos that went out from his wife of Kobe watching the Eagles in that amazing Super Bowl victory so that was kind of fantastic he he stayed true to to being uh to his philadelphia roots in terms of his uh fandom that was awesome uh so anyway what i wanted to get into uh with regards to kobe and how that um deals with youth soccer and just young athletes in general is now he talked about this other times too but a a clip that was played a lot yesterday was his final post-game interview with Jim Gray after his final NBA game in which he dropped 60 points. Uh, it's a, putting a statement on your career for sure. And he was asked what he wanted to be remembered as. And he, he, get, he used a phrase that I thought was, I had never heard before that I thought was really interesting or I'd heard at the time and forgotten it, but never heard it anywhere else. But Kobe, he said he wanted to be remembered as a talented overachiever, which, which sound kind of sounds kind of strange and what he added to do that to that and what he meant is that yeah he had a lot of talent but he worked as if he had none which i thought was actually a really profound statement and something really important for athletes to to hear and to to understand uh there's a lot of natural talent out there and some of it is so unbelievable that they make it all the way to the top but what they don't do is they don't maximize that talent they they coast on it and I mentioned Ronaldinho earlier, and I think he's a great example. Love watching him, love his enthusiasm for the game, his creativity, his skill. One of the greatest uh, players of all time. But he didn't maximize that talent, and he will tell you now himself that he didn't. His career was was cut short because 
he enjoyed the nightlife and he was the guy who would go out to the clubs and this and that. And that took a toll on his body, took a toll on his career. Whereas Kobe, Kobe was getting up at 3 a.m. to practice in the offseason. Kobe was making 200, sorry, not 200, 2,500 shots a day. For Kobe, everything was about the pursuit of excellence. And he epitomized that as much as any athlete in history, maybe, maybe more so there, you know, I, I remember now everyone's not going to know this at this age. Okay. I, I, I get this, you know, at seven, he, he knew now for a lot of kids at seven might know, and then things change, but he knew he wanted to be a basketball player, that he was going to be the greatest basketball player of all time. And he said that gave him an advantage over everybody else growing up because everything he did was geared towards that. And, Ronaldo is a great example in soccer of getting everything. Out. Yeah, incredibly talented, but he does what he needs to do to get everything out of that. Carly Lloyd, she was both. Carly Lloyd coasted on her talent for a long time because she had so much of it. And then when she, it got to a point where, whoa, she's she's surrounded in national team with a lot of other players with talent, and she didn't quite know how to deal with that. And instead of just stalling her career, she went and got uh, she went and got some help. She refocused. And from that point on, she became someone who got absolutely everything out of the talent she had. And it was all just a mental change. Her, her natural ability, she didn't all of a sudden have more of it, but her mental approach to the game changed. Vince Lombardi as a coach was another one who was really big on that. You know, Cody, Kobe Bryant was um, somebody whose, whose goal was excellence. It wasn't even championships, I mean, that would come as a byproduct of the excellence. It wasn't the fame or the money or the glory. It was getting everything he had out of his talent to be the absolute best possible player he could be. And, and it's so important to understand what that means. Some of the things I'll talk about in other episodes that I, I've um, discussed with people in the Facebook group. Uh, by the way, uh, anything I talk about, like the Facebook group or, or um or my my book or a video I want you to watch that has to do with this as well that I think is really important. It will be on the soccerspecialist.com slash podcast 18. So if you're not getting to this on that page, say, I, I highly recommend going to it because I'll have some, uh, a few other things over there. And people, I know there'll be people that say, oh, that's extreme and you can't have your kid, eight-year-old kid focus on soccer 24-7 and, and everything. And I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Uh, I mean, from from all accounts, Kobe supported uh, his daughter Gianna's basketball wholeheartedly. He didn't force her to pursue it. That was a passion that came from her. And I'm sure, you know, growing up with a, a dad who was one of the greatest basketball players at all time is obviously how she was exposed to the game and, and got to see his passion for it. But from everything I've heard, he didn't force her to pursue it. It wasn't one of those where it was a lot more about the parent than than the kid. And so I know there's a balance between nurturing their passion for the game and not forcing them into it. And there's definitely a balance because, again, even kids that love to play and have a passion, there are a lot of other things going around. And they, they may not always do what they need to do without a little urging or a little push from the parents. And so there's definitely a balance in that. But I think helping your kid understand what it takes to be the best is their best. Okay. And I tell my my kids a lot about being be great. I tell them be great. So what does that mean? I I don't mean 
you have to be the best in the world. That's rarefied air. That's something 99.99% of us will never achieve, no matter our passion or dedication, because we don't have the natural talent to go with, with it. When I say be great, what I mean is to put aside the fear and the doubt and the excuses and the worrying about what others might think, especially if you put yourself out there and fail and step on the pitch and give everything, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the heart, the soul, the risk of failure, be your best, empty your tank, love the game. That is being great. Don't hide from it. A lot of people hide from that. They don't want that spotlight. They don't want to be out on that limb because what if they don't pull it off and that limb gets, gets cut behind them? Forget all that. Enjoy the game and dare to be great on, on the pitch, okay? Um, Kobe got into one thing he did that you may have heard about was he got actually won an Oscar for a short animated short film called uh, Dear Basketball, I believe was a fantastic message to young kids. It's basically a letter or poem really of Kobe's to the game of basketball. Uh, it, I think it was, um, if you haven't seen it, if you can get your, uh, your kids to watch it, I think that would be great. Uh, something I did that's sort of similar just in words is a podcast recently that if you haven't listened to go to the soccer specialist.com slash letter uh understand that athletic careers are short i mean they go so fast and as to my kids i don't want them to look back and wonder what if to look back and say i could have been better i wish i had been better i wish i had pursued this i wish i had done that and that's something as the the adults need to help and guide their their players with. I think that's really really important. I think Kobe had great messages for uh for young athletes out there. So hopefully, and I'll see if I can find some and later maybe put them on the the podcast eighteen page because I think he has some things that he's talked about. I I know I think he also had a podcast where he did a lot of episodes for for young athletes, which would be fantastic to listen to. I did an article recently about um, sort of on the same topic about pursuing excellence, about how much you have to give uh, and and giving that that you have inside you and, and not selling yourself short. Um, and I thought, well, a great scene, one of the greatest movie scenes I've seen in sports that relates to that was the death crawl scene in Facing the Giants. I will link to that on as well on uh, the SoccerSpecialist.com podcast 18. I know I've got something else that I wanted to talk about with this, and it just escapes me right now, so I really don't want to babble on and on. Maybe I'll mention it in the next podcast or put it in the in the Facebook group. I know this was a little different, so hopefully you bear with me and we get back onto uh, more specific things. Because so there's been a lot of stuff in the Facebook group of people with ideas and everything on, that I want to get to uh, on future podcast episodes. If you're new to this, please go back and listen to some other episodes. I will also put links to that on the uh, soccerspecialist.com slash podcast 18. I'm going to leave it there for now. Otherwise, I'm going to keep babbling on. Hopefully, you got a little something out of this, something you can help your kids with. If you're athletes, a little older, maybe that you appreciate and understand what I'm saying. Parents with younger athletes, maybe you can kind of discuss this with them in a, in a different way and tailor it towards towards your kid. I'm going to leave it there. As always, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I will talk to you Later.